This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Greetings. We're back on the pod. And we've got Matt McClain today. Perhaps you've heard of him. <laughs> Kidding. You're a Reds fan. You know who this dude is. Killing it so far. How you doing, man? Welcome to the podcast. I'm good. Thanks. Thanks for having me. You uh, have made a big splash. <laughs> do you feel it? Do you feel the love from Reds country? I do. Yeah. I really do. They're great. The fans are great. People are great. Cincinnati's great. It's a good place to play. For now, sure. what was it like? And we'll, we'll talk about Ellie mm-hmm. De La Cruz here coming up. Uh, full disclosure, by the way, we're recording this. Ellie De La Cruz just got caught up like an hour ago. <laughs> no lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's a different dynamic. But uh, what was it like when you were down there and everyone was clamoring? All right, let's get him up here. Did you hear the noise that, that people wanted you hear? Uh, yeah. I mean, like, with social media nowadays, yeah. you can't escape it. Right. It's just something that, like, you just know that it's, you got no control over it. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to go play baseball. <laughs> Some guys are wide-eyed when they come up here, and at, at first, at least, the moment is too big. It never seemed like that for you. Did you feel comfortable from the get-go, or uh, did you just hide it? <laughs> uh, I hide it, for sure. <laughs> I was nervous. I'm still nervous. I still get nervous before every game. It's just a part of nervous slash excited. Like I just yeah. want to start the game already. Yeah. What makes you nervous? Um, I I think it's more the fact that like, okay, like I'm I'm ready. Like let's go play. Yeah. Like I feel ready. I feel loose. I'm like let's just go play. Like I don't want to do all this stuff before the game. You know, after BP, there's two hours. I'm like, oh, I'm roll right into the game. Right. Like I don't know why. I just I just want to like play. Yeah. I don't want to wait. But that's part of it. You got to learn what to do in those times. Now, fielding is fielding. By mm. the way, the the fields are better. Right? I mean, you made some errors at yeah. at, at AAA. I'm like, hey, it's a little different. You get up here, the fields are better, the yeah. lighting's better, uh-huh. everything's better. Yeah. So relax on that. As far as the pitching goes that you've been facing, is mm. it what you expected? It's better. It's better than you expected. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Not to say I ways? didn't expect it to be yeah. a cakewalk, but I was like, some of these guys, like, whoa. Like you better there's no breaks. That's one of the things no. that I said is like there's no one where you're like like everyone's really good and they're like gonna bring their best on every pitch. Like yeah. especially one thing that I noticed was like they want they're like they're gonna challenge you, like me. Oh, yeah. They're like they're they're not gonna like nibble, they're gonna be like, hit this, like let's see what you got. Oh yeah. Like that's one of the things that I've noticed and I felt it's like every single pitch is a challenge and that's like one of the really fun parts is like that makes the game more fun because, like, sometimes yeah. in the minor leagues you get guys and they're, like, you know, they're nibbling. It's, like, four-pitch walk. I walked a lot more in the minor leagues so far. I yeah. don't have that many at-bats still, but that was one of the things I noticed is, like, there's not, like, like they're coming for you. Oh, yeah. And it's a good thing. Like, that's what I want. Yeah. I mean, do you feel like it's a – this is a hyped rookie right here. I'm coming after this kid right here. Um, 
Or they just come at you in general. They, I mean, they, they, they come at, at they every come at player. Everyone else. one through nine. Yeah. I, I don't think it's me more than anyone. I think it's yeah. just the fact that like, you know, it's the big leagues. Like, there's a lot on the line. Like, yeah. you, it means a lot. Every single win means a lot. Every single loss means a lot. Like, individual performances mean a lot. Like, everything matters. So I think it's like, just in general, one through nine. Like the pitcher, like wants you. Yeah. And the hater wants to get the pitcher too. Yeah. The jump from AAA to Major League Baseball is huge. I yeah. Mean, you can you can say that it's not all you want, but it is huge. Uh, what uh, has there been a pitch that has been the best that? has surprised you, or even a pitcher that has a pitch? I mean, is there one that's like, oh, wow, I didn't see that in the minor leagues? Um, Outside of the few top, you know, you face some top prospects as well that are going to be in the show yeah. uh, in, the, in the minors. I think that uh, the starter for the Yankees, Severino, he came out. It was like an 11.35 game. It's like I just woke up like two hours ago. <laughs> That's terrible. And he was like, yeah, those games Those games, are those games are come brutal. on, man. Yeah. It's for TV. It's for money. I get it. Everything's, yeah, you know, driven by money and those, those doggone TV people. It's idiots on yeah. TV, huh? But he was like, <laughs> he was like, he was really like 95, 97, but it looked like there was no effort behind it. And it was yeah. like. I looked up and I was like over three with like three strikeouts, and it was like probably on like eleven or twelve pitches, and I was like, yeah. oh, like that's one of the things. Like you know, he doesn't care that it's an eleven thirty five game. He feels yeah. great. He's had four days of rest. It's like you better bring it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Have you felt like that you have? Uh, you always knew that you had. I mean, you were your shortstop's your favorite position, but mm-hmm. you always knew that you had it in you. But do you feel like you surprised some people a little bit. Not that they you were like a. a slacker defensively but you've excelled at the position so far do you feel happy with what you've done defensively uh so far the air the other day i was i was the throwing air about that yeah yeah i mean it was just kind of like i kind of like almost took it for granted a little bit like easy double play ball yeah fillet it over there it's in the right field and it's like i that stuff makes me mad but I feel like I've I've done a good job so far. I feel like I can get better, but like the support system, like with the Reds, the coaches here, the coaches in the minor leagues have helped me so much, and like I've yeah. gotten a lot better. Um, and I know I like I'm gonna get better because like I I work hard and that's what I do. Yeah. Um, but so far it's it's been fun, and I feel like, yeah, I guess I I surprise some people because people just because my size they just want to go oh he's second baseman yeah and that's part of it. But uh, I feel like, yeah, so far. <laughs> now, speaking of your, your size or lack thereof size, is this something you've dealt with the the whole time throughout your career, whether it be where you're drafted, where you're projected, et cetera? You've always dealt with the question of lack of size. Um, I think, like, baseball has actually done a really good job of, you know, picking out athletes other than yeah. size. Like I think it's an advantage, by the way. 100%. I think it is, too. There's way less to go wrong in your swing. Yes. it's You're compact. You've got a smaller strike zone. I think it's an advantage. I, I believe that, too. I know a lot of people don't. There's, like, some things. If I, I think it is, too. I use it to my advantage. On the thing, I'm like uh, the the AAA strike zone thing. Oh, yeah. The, with the robo-umps. Yeah. My zone was small. I was like, <laughs> oh, I love this thing. Yeah. A lot of people have said that it's smaller and it's it's more advantageous to the hitters, particularly guys that have the smaller strike zone to begin with. There's for everyone in general. There's not much top of the zone. 
There's yeah. like you'll get some like ones that like clip like sliders like low and away that'll like clip and you'll be like, okay, that was a ball. Yeah. But like I'll take it if they're not calling like below my letters. Right. Like or belly button even. It's yeah. like mm, that was probably a strike, but they called it a ball. So yeah, the guys even in like golf that the guys that have <laughs> compact swings have an advantage when you're taller. Like I got these arms that hang down to the ground. <laughs> Like there's so much that could go wrong in my swing, uh-huh. whereas I envy someone that's just got this compact swing. Yeah. I just think it's a complete advantage. So when people bring up the size thing, I'm back like, <laughs> with that. Yeah, I mean that's an advantage to me. So, yeah. um, who would, is there anyone that is uh, you've been in awe of at all? Like that you major leaguers you've been around? Like oh wow. I'm in the field with that dude, or I'm in the clubhouse with that guy. Or... Um, no, I respect them all, but yeah. like I don't think I've I'm in awe of any of them. Yeah. No. All right. I got to ask you because this just came to my mind because uh, of that question. Mm-hmm. You were in AAA with Vado when he was rehabbing. Yeah. Um, and he put a video on social media, and I've been meaning to ask you about this. He's playing chess. <laughs> uh-huh. And you come up and destroy the board. <laughs> yeah. Now, what is the story behind that? Was this set up? Because people were like, wow, McLean. Yeah. Wow, oh, that's yeah. bold. People, people were like DMing me and stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> come on. I just laughed it off. But uh, yeah, he might have been in on it. But that that makes the video less funny. Like, I say I that. I know. But, but he might have been. It's yeah. played long enough. I mean, this was a month or oh, so. A month ago. Yeah, yeah at least. Or so ago. So if you haven't seen it, folks, I think it was on Vado's. I think it was on his Instagram. Yeah. Um. Bravado's playing chess with somebody in the uh, club. McGarry. McGarry yeah. in, in Louisville. McGarry and- was mad. He was actually <laughs> he didn't mad. Know about he it. didn't know. <laughs> All right, explain explain the video. So, so okay, so it, me so. and Nick Martini were talking. Yeah. And uh I was making fun of them for playing chess right before the game. And I was like, dude, every time they're playing, I just want to like knock it over. Like, just because I just <laughs> And it wasn't Joey, it wasn't McGarry, it was anyone who played. I was like, yeah. I just want to knock it over. Because, like, they're so locked in, and, like, I like to mess around, and, like, they're just so locked in on the thing. Like, neither one of them are looking up. And, no, like, this is everyone who plays chess. I'm like, I just want to knock it over. Like, just to make them mad. And uh, <laughs> and Joey was behind me, and Martini didn't tell me, and Joey starts cracking up. And I turn around, and he starts cracking up. He's like, you want to knock it over? I'm like... Yeah, he's like, do it. I think it would be hilarious. So next day, he keeps trying to get McGarry to play, like yeah. once or twice. McGarry's like, was doing something. McGarry was like, I can't right now. I can't. He eventually gets him to play, and thirty seconds later, I go and I knock it over and walk away. <laughs> it, it was funny. Yeah, it was classic. Yeah, and you deadpanned it too. Yeah, like you looked like you were ticked off. Yeah, and Vado obviously played it off very, very well. <laughs> he did. It looked like. This young, who was about to be a rookie in Major League Baseball, <laughs> just completely destroyed a Hall of Famer to be's chess game. Yeah. It's like he has the... When the, people ask me, I, I said, I, <laughs> you know, I didn't really like him playing right before a game. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I've ruined it a little bit, but it's played for a month. So yeah. now the story behind that is great. That, and I love that he... Listen, he had a high praise for you. Joey had high praise for you. I think his words were, I've, I've really taken to this Matt McClain. <laughs> um, so hearing praise like that, that has to be large for you. Uh, Yeah, he uh, he gives me a lot of really good advice. Like, day in and not, day, not every day, but like when he sees something, like he's not afraid to tell me. And I tell him, like, dude, tell me, like, yeah. you're a Hall of Famer. Like, yeah. 
tell me like I, he's like do you want like stuff do you want to hear what i have to say i'm like yes like tell me do you have so, a sample of something that he's told you that um like when when we were in louisville he was like on me about you know like when you get to the majors you don't want to be um like searching for major adjustments he's like the most important thing is like find out the player you are and like go to school on that every single day and like work on the little things because they really do show up day in and day out um but he was just like you really have to work on the little things like for example like throwing where to put your throws or hitting like the pitch that you're swinging at he's like just work really really hard um he told me to treat it like instructs he's like treat this like instructs like get out there early work 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 just keep working um and I did and I still do that like now that I'm here and not yeah. to say that I have everything figured out or anything right. but um I don't know that that stuck with me that like oh big time cuz he works so hard he works oh. harder than anyone so like yeah. seeing him do that and like still do that now yeah. is like you know you're never you're never too good like there's always stuff that you can work on and yeah. I think it's just fun to watch him go about his business and I can learn from it. Yeah. Well, that's tremendous. You got a guy, a lot of guys to learn from now. I would back in uh spring training. Uh, I noticed that Jonathan India mm-hmm. was talking to you a, a lot, or at least from what I saw. And we're talking about an interesting dynamic because he's at second base. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what your long-term future is going to be, where you're going to play. You don't know. It could be short. It could be second. You can move all around. But either way, he's the second baseman. He's yeah. entrenched as the second baseman. And not a lot of guys would help a guy that perhaps would replace him one day. I mean, that's an interesting dynamic. But he's he's been pretty open to talking to you, has he not? Yeah. I mean, I think, like, the thing is that, like, we're teammates. Um, like, yeah. it doesn't really matter, like, what position we play. If we're on the same field, like, we're going to, like, try and win and try and beat the other team, like, no matter what. And, like, we're both – I love the way that he plays the game. Like, he plays really hard. Yeah. Like he's hurt sometimes. He doesn't care. He's out there like grinding. Right. Um, and I respect that. Like he's one of those guys that I watch work. I'm like, dude, like that's that's fun to watch. Like I I want to be like that. I want to work like that. Yeah. Um, well, day in and day out. When you were first around him though, did you sense like ah, I'm gonna approach this delicate delicately uh-huh. because of that dynamic that you're middle in for? No, not at all. Mm-mm. That's great. That's, I see, didn't, that's awesome. I don't, th- I don't, I don't think he did it all either. No, I don't, I definitely didn't. And, yeah. and I've talked to him about it. I've asked him specifically a few times about it. And he's like, Hey, I'm here to help everyone. Yeah. Including Matt McLean. I'm a team guy. He's always been a team guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter what, even if it's the, uh, at his demise in the future, I st- again, I, I have no idea what, uh, what the future holds, but I, I just think that's cool. I just think it's very cool that you can call upon a guy like Votto and you can call upon a guy like India who was National League Rookie of the Year yeah. a few years back. So that's got to be awesome. This support group, like you said, is helped you tremendously. Yeah, I think that's one of the things is like <clears throat> players, coaches, like help me out. I feel like they're truly like there to help me and like support me. And you don't always get that. Like, throughout baseball you don't always I've been fortunate to where like I've really felt like that but talking to other guys on other teams they don't always feel that way yeah and baseball is a business but at the same time like that's nice to have and I feel like I have it here yeah no question about it all right uh like I said as we're recording this like an hour hour and a half ago they just announced that Ellie De La Cruz is coming up so this is Tuesday. This is not going to drop until Monday. So I don't know what's happened on the game Tuesday or any Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. No idea. 
All right, hold up, hold up. I got to jump in here. <laughs> At the time we recorded the McLean podcast midweek, we didn't know, obviously, what was going to happen that night or the rest of the week. And I would only break in if something incredible happened. And that incredible thing is indeed Ellie De La Cruz's performance, at least so far. I mean, the dude deemed himself the fastest man in the world. That warrants breaking into this program alone. And after the game today, I asked him about the pressure that comes with all the hype. And he interrupted me in English, said, no pressure, just chilling. <laughs> Great answer. Great response. He has that type of confidence and poise. And we saw it on the first night. It, it took him to a second at bat to get his first hit, a double. But I was most impressed with this first at bat, which was just a walk. And you say, hey, just a walk. But think about the situation. He does come with all that hype. He's a young guy. He's been known as a free swinger in the minor leagues for the most part. And he's got to be just anxious to get up there and hit the ball as hard as he can and just show himself. He took the walk. Incredible poise to do that in his first at bat. And then the second game nearly hits it out of the doggone stadium. <laughs> Crazy. How high that towering, how hard it was hit. It was incredible to watch in person. Had triple that same night. It's the... um. You know, it's a great American ballpark, so it's, it's it's not a triple haven park. He and McLean already have that one down. And speaking of McLean, by the way, that first game, Tuesday night, he recorded the pod and then walked it off that night. Love to see that. Now, in the middle, Ellie, you know, struggled. They started giving him that steady diet of curveballs. He struck out six straight times over a two-game span. But then he goes to St. Louis and really showed us something again. Um, first of all, I, I'm not sure I've ever seen an off-balance swing in which he literally slapped it the other way, and it was like 108 miles per hour off the bat. I mean, that's incredible. He walked twice again today. He's got five walks over six games. Two of them today scored on both of them. And the second walk, I mean, he literally manufactured the run on his own, the game-winning run completely manufactured the run. A little bit of help from guys that put the ball in play, et cetera. <clears throat> but completely manufactured run. I mean, the Reds might, might not win that game if he doesn't do that. Um, you know, Spencer Steer grounded him over to second base. He gets to third base on a pass ball. And then how many times have we seen that contact play with the Reds? They're very aggressive on the contact play. And how many guys have been thrown out at home plate? No, not him. Infield halfway drawn in <clears throat> and still slides head first, safe home. Game winning run. It's incredible. The speed, I mean, his sprint speed numbers have been documented. He, already, he had the highest exit V low right off, right out of the gate of any red this year. Hardest thrown ball, throws it nearly 100 miles per hour across the diamond, but <clears throat> it has been. Mighty impressive. I mean, we're six games in, and 
he's got seven runs. He scored seven runs in six games and drawn those five walks. He's got driven in four. Now he has ten strikeouts. This is this is what is probably going to be at least early on in his career. Ten strikeouts and then twenty-two at bats. So it's pretty much either something incredible or a strikeout. Three sixty-four average, four eighty-one on base, eleven seventeen OPS. He's man. <clears throat> Got to tell you, he's fun to watch. I don't know what's going to happen with this red team going forward, but they are. Fun to watch. I think he can admit that. I could go on and on about Ellie De La Cruz. He's even driving, you know, single and driving in runs. <clears throat> Impressive. So I had to break in. But McLean does talk about his relationship with De La Cruz, and he's got some good stuff coming up. So we send you back to your regularly scheduled programming here on the Gym Day Podcast. <music> I do know that you're playing shortstop tonight, mm-hmm. and Ellie's at third base, yeah, and he's batting fourth, and you're batting second, yeah. What is the relationship with you and De La Cruz? Uh, it's a good one. I mean, like, I feel like he's a lot more like you know flashy on the field and stuff, but like we play the game the same way. He plays hard all the time. I want to play hard all the time. Um, I don't know. It's fun to play with him because like we make plays, and yeah. he makes plays where it's like. The guys are going, how'd they make that? Yeah. And, like, hitting with him behind me or in front of me in Louisville, I don't know what's going to happen here, like you said. but uh, He's batting fourth tonight. That's all I know, folks. Ellie is. Is he? Yes. He oh, I didn't, I didn't think he was in the lineup. Really? I don't know. I think he's at third base. Uh, maybe I'll check my phone again later. Um, <laughs> well, we want to be accurate on this podcast. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Um, but, uh. I forgot what I was saying. It's a good relationship. It's a fun one, and it's fun to play with him on the field because he's fun to watch and he's fun to play with because he helps the team win. Yeah. Now, will you uh, when he's at? Uh, did he play when you were playing shortstop? Mm-hmm. Did he play third? Most he would of the play time? third or DH. Yeah. yeah. Most of the time, he would play third. Now that's again another interesting dynamic where you both want to play shortstop. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, are you okay with second base if that would happen in the future? Are you going to – Yeah. I mean – Yeah. I mean, like I, like, I think one of the things that I pride myself on is the ability to play other positions because not a lot of people can do it. Yeah. And I want to do it at a high level because yeah. that's one that's really valuable and, like, two, a lot of people can't do it. So it's yeah. like if you can do that, it's a plus. Yeah. And um, I, I really don't care where I play. I just want to be in the lineup. You really mean that? I, That's I really not mean just that. player speak Short right now. Shortstop is the most fun. Yeah, but I really don't care. Really? Yeah. So if you if Ellie De La Cruz ends up being the everyday shortstop and you're the everyday second baseman, you're good with that. Yeah. That's baseball. Yeah. If we're winning, yes. Ah. If it helps nice. us win, yes. Yes. Uh, Which I, I don't know. That'll play itself out. But yeah. it, I I literally just want to win. Love that. That's the most I think fun fans want to win that too. I want to win and I want to play well. Yeah. I mean, those two things. I think everyone can say that, but yeah. I really do. I mean, when you look at this young nucleus, mm-hmm. you and Ellie, yeah. Steer's playing well. Really well. Incarnacion Strand is on the doorstep. Stud, yeah. Abbott last night. Shoved. Shoved. Yeah. So 
And there, uh, you know, I'm missing others. I mean, even India is a part of. He's young. Stevenson's yeah. young. All these guys, the pitchers, Green, yeah, Lodolo. Yeah, Ash, I mean, it's got. It's, you're smiling right now. That's got to be exciting, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, it is. It is. Uh, it's like fun to look at it and go, like you know, it's. It's something that like you look at and you get excited about, but like we have individually and like as a team like we just got to work hard and like yeah. let it happen you know not force it and not lay back and just you know look back and like oh they were supposed to be so good like yeah we really got to work hard and like let make it happen yeah now ellie do you marvel sometimes at how hard he hits the ball i marvel at the running he hits the ball so hard but like running the base is the most fun f- thing for me to watch that he does yeah because like taking extra bases it's like whoa but, yeah. yes, he also hits the ball really hard. Yeah, now this is at AAA. Whether he can pull this off, or he did it throughout the minor leagues, yeah. but whether he can pull it off at the major league level is a different thing. But if a guy just turns around or turns his head go. or hesitates for yeah. a second, he'll go. Yeah. Or if it's hit to an outfielder that he has to go left or right, he's going for second. Yeah. That's It's incredible it's speed. It's crazy, yeah. Yeah. It, I, it's going to be exciting, He man. gets there in, like, five strides. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I thought I was fast. I get there in like 25. He gets there in five. Yeah. I just watched a video, by the way, of when PK told him. Uh, oh, yeah. I wanted to see that. You wanted to see yeah, it? Yeah. Can we see it right now? Hold on. Let's see here. Let's, uh, uh, yeah. Give me one second. We're going to find this. And I'm going to actually try to hold this up to the. Uh, Is he batting fourth? Do we know? I was told he's batting fourth. Again, okay. we're recording. Then he is. If you were told that before, he was. I thought that they sent the lineup last night. Listen, if they call on. him up and don't put him in the lineup, yeah, it'll be anarchy. That is true. It'll be craziness. They'll revolt in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. All right, PK is in the lobby, and they have their bags. Did you bring your video games? Why are your bags over there? And they're basically identifying, like, okay, you're. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's cool. They're in the lobby. Yeah. Now, you couldn't hear that very well. Uh, Apologize for the medium. But it's Pat Kelly, who has a very interesting way to tell guys. He, has, he does it creatively all the time. <laughs> but it looks like they're, get, they're getting ready to head on out on the road to Columbus. Yeah. And they've got everyone's bags separate. But Ellie's is over here, and he's like, basically, is that your bag over there? You got your video games? So why is your bag over there? <laughs> your bag's over there because you're going to Cincinnati. Yeah, that's so. cool. How did he tell you? I can't remember. Uh, So it was Sunday after the game. He called me, and uh, we were at a restaurant, and uh, he told me there was a uh, he told, he just told me I was going to Cincinnati. Wow, you didn't get the creative one because yours was uh, an injury, right? Uh, TJ went on the TJ. I Friedel, think it was yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he has some good ones, man. He, yeah. he's done. He's done very very well. All right, it wasn't always roses for you, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about that right after this. 
It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Okay, you were drafted originally by the Diamondbacks, right? Yep. So you have to make the decision, all right, do I take this money now or do I go to UCLA? Mm -hmm. And you decided to go to UCLA. And you struggled when you first got there, right? Mm -hmm. You hit like 204, I want to say. Which, 203. Which is crazy to for me to think of the, as good a hitter as you are. You even played some center field there, right? I played center field most of the year, and then I played third for like the last month. What was that like? It was good. Good? Yeah. But did you have a lot like, oh, my gosh, I should have taken the money from the Diamondbacks? I really didn't. Like you people did not think, even like, Looking back on it, I literally don't ever think I thought that. Like, I looking back on it, I don't know why I didn't think it, but yeah. I really didn't. I guess like that summer I went to the Cape and I played well. Yeah. Um, but I really like looking back on it. I don't know why I didn't think that. Yeah, because it's natural. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm struggling here, and I just turned down. I don't know what the signing bonus would it was, have been. Uh, two six. <laughs> <laughs> I turned down two point six million dollars, <laughs> and I just hit two hundred in college. And, I struck and I'm not out even like, playing short. I probably struck out like forty percent of the time. I don't know what the number was, but it was up there. Okay, not looking back or or wondering if you were regretting the decision, but at least those struggles. Did you have to soul search at least with the struggles? Yeah, I think it was a wake up. It was like a big wake up call. Yeah, like. Honestly, each level has been a wake-up call. Yeah. But that was, like, a really big one. That was, like, uh, that was the biggest wake-up call. Like, looking back on it, like, in high school and stuff, I really just, like, kind of rolled the balls out there. I worked really hard in the weight room, worked really hard. Yeah. But in terms of, like, actually knowing myself as a player, in terms of, like, you know, how I got to play in between the lines – like, I always played hard, but I was just kind of, like, hair on fire all the time, just play. But, like, my swing, I didn't necessarily know a lot. I didn't have a lot of, like, foundation or routine things to fall back on. So when I hit, like, the slump like that or when I started to struggle, I was just constantly searching the whole entire year. And it was just things just snowballed. Like, it was just I was always searching for something in my swing or something. And, honestly, it's really like looking back on it it wasn't that I mean, swing was good enough it was just like i was just so mentally like what am i doing wrong why is this happening and yeah. just constantly searching and it wasn't it wasn't good but in the end like i learned so much from it yeah well you turned it on and then you're drafted what what's it 15th overall uh 17th 17th yeah. overall by the reds which i can't believe you fail that far again do you think it was Size related, or they thought that you didn't uh, have a big ceiling. What, what do you think? I don't know. Don't know. I don't know. I mean, looking <laughs> back now, it's like, <laughs> I, you know, sixteen I, other I teams passed on you. I'm like, what? I started off slow, slower that year. I've yeah. always just been like an okay starter. I haven't like come out of the gates firing, except for here, or cold. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's and, where I'm actually leading to. You struggled last year, your first year of pro uh, ball. Yeah. Like, bad. Was it, again, soul-searching, or did you know, all right, I... That I, was another jump. And I even then, like, I didn't... But you had a foundation that you've already struggled before. So yeah. You, but the game was so much faster. Yeah. Because like that was my first year, and high A was pretty comparable to Pac-12. Yeah. And then double A was a pretty big jump. And then now it's a pretty big jump, too. Yeah. But um, that, that the game was just faster for me. Yeah. Well, it was a longer season, too. And you it was very to, long. You Were you tired? Like, you went to the Arizona Fall League. Yeah, and... tired. That's not an excuse for anything, but... Hey, if you're tired, you're tired. <laughs> yeah. That, that, the Fall League was also... A, a, wake up i've had some good wake ups and it's i i wake up in what way like the fall like dude you got to get better really like you gotta like do something <laughs> <laughs> like you just like you got to get better and it still is like i i every day here i'm like these guys are really good like yeah. keep working like every single day four for four or four like show up the next day get a little bit better what did you do i know you made a slight swing adjustment yeah. in the offseason. What was that adjustment? A little bit. You know, I I think one of the things I opened up a little bit, helped see the ball better. Um, I got a little bit more rhythm in my feet and my hands. Um, I think just learning to be on time consistently and stay in my zone. That's one of the things I'm really like trying to continue to work on is like just hit my pitch. Because like you watch some of these guys like Judge and Goldschmidt and it's like I'm at shortstop and it's like, okay, anything up in the zone, like they're swinging, like they're getting their best swing off. Yeah. And it's like anything out of it, they're just like, okay, have it. Strike one. Or like ball. It's just impressive to watch them swing. Yeah. And like their approach. Like you could tell guys like who know what they're looking for and know what they want compared to guys who don't. I love that you're looking at other players, particularly great ones like yeah. you just named that uh, there's so much to learn from just watching and mm-hmm. you need to be, you need to be that guy. You need to be a sponge. Every information, any information you can get from the great ones. And I think that's great that you're already dialing into that. Now I read somewhere, mm-hmm. I may have saw it on some, I don't know where I picked this up, but one of your biggest uh, adjustments, you're a SoCal kid where mm-hmm. it's hot, but not Midwest humid hot. Mm-hmm. The humidity, was yeah. that a big adjustment for you? Uh, yeah, like it surprised me. I was like, dude, this is hot. Like in Chattanooga last year, oh, yeah. not so much in Dayton, but it was just like, I've always been in like the SoCal, Arizona. I played summer ball in Washington during the summer. Not that hot, really good weather. Cape Cod, really nice weather. And then I played in Santa Barbara one year, really nice weather. Yeah. So it was like, I was always in California playing baseball or on the coast somewhere yeah. where it was good weather. Right. I was like, "Whoa, this is this is really hot," and it's it's starting to heat up. But uh, yeah, oh, it'll drain you. I mean, that you got to be ready for it. But the going being tired last year and yeah. then playing in the Arizona fall that's going to help you. Yeah, hundred I mean, percent. Like the long season, you know what it takes. So now. far in this year, like I got a better feel for like you know sleep, food, and lifting, and how to like really use that to benefit myself as opposed yeah. to hurt myself or just stay the same. I'm still learning, but like I've learned a couple things on that where it's like, okay, I need to do this. I could do this. I could do this. Yeah. Well, you said you were a slow, you've been a slow starter. Uh huh. Um, except for here, which is great. Oh, I don't mean like slow. I've just been an average starter, honestly. Yeah. Okay. Like, well, there's well, certain average. years where I'll come out of, yeah. My sophomore year at UCLA, I came out of the gates hot. Really? Other than that, I just 
average starter. Well, speaking of coming out of the gates hot, National League Player of the Week. Like your first full week in the bigs. Your first full week in the bigs. <laughs> National League Player of the Week. Now, it's a Player of the Week honor. It's mm-hmm. not like the league MVP. Or, but still, for the entire National League for that week, your first full week, you were very soft-spoken about it. But, yeah. man, it had to be awesome. Yeah. No, it was awesome. No doubt. <laughs> like, it was awesome. But, like, I'm one of those guys, like, if you, like, it's great, but I'll look back on it, like, 20 years, 30 years from now. <laughs> Like if I'm looking back on it now, yeah, like, Blair of the Week, who cares? Yeah, I don't know. It, it was cool, <laughs> it, but like you have lofty your goals. I understand. Yeah, that that's one thing, and the the other thing is just like it was just a week. Like it's cool, but it was at the same time it was like six, seven games. Well, we've been starving for anything like that, believe me. So we made it a big deal. Like this <laughs> dude just got here, and he's nationally <laughs> player of the week. Thanks. <laughs> yes, we love it. Uh, we want to get into your background of your family because that's interesting as well. We'll do that after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, you've got some siblings that are uh, very talented. First of all, it comes from mom and dad. Yeah. Mom played softball and volleyball. Yep. She's the most athletic in the family. Didn't you say that yeah. one time? Yeah. And dad, uh, what, he was played football, walked down at UCLA. Yeah. Um, coached you in Little League. And then your brothers, one is... Uh, one's with the Dodgers. Dodgers, and, and then, one's uh, Arizona one's State. One's Arizona State, yeah. yeah. So yeah. what was that growing up with you guys? That had to be crazy for the uh, the fam. Yeah, it was. I met your mom and dad, which is great, by the way. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, but it was fun. Like, they're my best friends, and, like, we talk every day. And we're really similar, like, really? personality types. There's some differences, but, like, we're all very similar. We're all, like, we all like to mess around and, like, say jokes and, like, <laughs> talk crap and Typical stuff Typical like brother that. stuff? Yeah, pretty much. So... Yeah, they're my best friends. But growing up, it was so much fun. There was always something going on. They got to be stoked for you right now, your brothers. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I know your parents are yeah. big time. Now, you said, I think you said it on Intentional Talk, mm-hmm. that you beat up both brothers at the same time. Is this, yeah. Is this a true story? Well, it was more like I could. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I ever have, but uh, I could. And if I can't, I'm not going to say I can't. <laughs> Do you, uh, those guys have a shot of making bigs, you think? Yeah, I think they both do. Yeah. Sean's, Sean's still hurt in Arizona right now, but yeah. he's really good. He's a good hitter. We're all really similar players, except Nick's the youngest one who uh, is a switch hitter. You're the oldest, right? Yeah. You are the oldest. Me and Sean are like the same player. Yeah. Nick, he's the same, but switch hitter, and he plays outfield. Well, your, uh, your mom said it was chaos at times in the McLean household. Yeah. Uh, another thing that I found interesting that they told me is that when you were in college, you didn't have an agent and and it was kind of, uh, you guys were kind of learning as you went on. Well, in high school. In high school, yeah. Up until like a month before the draft. Yeah. Where you were just kind of like, oh, wow, I need an agent, right? Yeah. Like, like you were late. oblivious so to it. It was like bit. a, 
I was at one of the tournaments. I, it was like a Team USA thing, and I was someone asked me who my agent was, and I was like, "What? What? Like I didn't know what it was. I didn't know everyone had an agent." And I was like, nobody. And I told my dad after it. I was like, Dad, these guys are asking me who my agent is. And I'm, and he's like, well, what do you mean agent? I'm like, apparently everyone has an agent. And then, like, started to figure out the whole draft process, yeah. like how these guys would advise you and, you know, talk to teams for you and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I didn't have one until a month after. That's crazy to think of because, yeah. you know, most of those agents are normally like, yeah. You know, blood in the shark with blood in the water. Yeah. Well, after a couple of those showcases, they they were they were. You know, we'd have the visits with them in the house or whatever. But yeah. um, I'm with Boris, and I just waited for them. And they're in Orange County too, so they were coming to my high school yeah. games and stuff like that. And then eventually, I went with them. Now, what is it like being a Scott Boris client? It's great. <laughs> What's great about it? Um. First, I mean, everyone that works over there, Scott, everyone else is great, like great people. And they have my best interest in need. And that's what I want. Yeah. Like, I know they catch slack sometimes, but it's they're protecting me, one, and they're working for my best interest. No, it's their job. And and I think that they're the best at that than anyone else. Yeah. Um, Who else is a Boris client? India is? Ellie. Ellie. India. India. Uh, Sinzel. Sinzel. Wow, there's a lot of there's a lot of reds. We're gonna have to just have a big Scott Boris meeting <laughs> and uh, work all this out long term. <laughs> we, need, we need some things to work out long term. <laughs> I love the present, but I also want to uh, plan for the future. So if we could, if we could get on that and just start having meetings about that, that would uh, be great. Do you like Cincinnati so far? I do. Yeah, the town. Yeah, because really you're nice. a SoCal kid. This is way different. Yeah. Here? I do like it. What do you like? Um, I like the downtown area. I don't know. I just like it because I, I never, like, I grew up in Orange County, so there's really no, like, yeah. downtown where I lived. Like, we live kind of close to the beach. I don't know. It's just a good area. I go get breakfast in the mornings. That's really all I've done. I've, I've gone to a <laughs> well, couple you're restaurants. Locked in. We, we work nearly every day. People yeah. Are like, what do you do during the season? I'm like, I work. I go to breakfast. <laughs> I come back and I. Hang out, so I have to go to the field. You got a good breakfast spot downtown? I've been going to Wild Eggs. Wild Eggs. Wild Eggs. So they had one in Louisville, and I was going a lot. Really? Yeah. So I've been going there. Nice, because you live in the same building with, what, Friedel and Fraley lives in there. And John. India. Does Steer live in there? No, he doesn't. In, India. Yeah. I don't know. There's there's a couple other guys. So too. you guys, I imagine, do breakfast a lot together, right? No, no they all no? got girlfriends and wives and kids. I usually just go by myself or DoorDash and bring it back. All right, I'm going to ask a really nosy question. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) The curve, no, I don't. We're just currently playing the field right now. We're just a little locked in on baseball. Too much going on. Baseball, yeah, baseball is it right now. Baseball, baseball, baseball. (laughs) You heard it, though. He's he's an eligible bachelor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Sorry, I don't want to embarrass you. He's turning red over here. Right, what makes you tick? You got a dog, right? Didn't I, I do. Find Reggie, that? yeah, red, eleven years Black old, Lab. and this was a quote from you. He's exactly like he and his brothers, if they were dogs. Yeah, or, yeah, exactly like your brothers if they were dogs. Yeah, He's not funny. the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> funny. Yeah, uh, hyper, hyper. And yeah. what makes this dog funny? 
Um, for example, the Black Lab, right? Black Lab. He's just he's just a meathead. He's like, <laughs> yesterday my brother Nick went home before he has to go to summer ball, and he took him to uh, he took him to the dog beach, and he likes all he does is chase these birds, chased them right into the water, and he's a Black Lab. Like you're supposed to be able to swim. Yeah, I can't swim. I I don't know. He freaked out. He went in and there was like a sandbar, like. Like, right when he walked in, he started to, like, sink. And my brother had him on, like, this long leash. So my brother had him. But he, like, tried to see if he could swim. And he was, like, struggling. And he didn't know what to do. He, he's all sandy. He's a mess. That is beautiful. But he's funny. He sleeps with me when I'm home. Really? Yeah. He won't sleep, like, uh, like next to me. He'll sleep on the corner of the bed watching the door. Yeah. Yeah, he likes me the best. <laughs> Why is that? Uh, I'm the nicest to him. <laughs> The other ones aren't nice? No, they are. I'm the nicest. Uh, you also said that he was a beast. Yeah. We He's... taught him how to... Uh, when he was young, we taught him kind of how to uh, skateboard. We just put him on a skateboard and like wouldn't let him off. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Until he figured it out. So like he was kind of like pedaling a little bit. He wasn't very good at it. But uh, yeah. we tried to teach him that. That's beautiful. Yeah. What else makes you tick? In the off-season, I know you're locked in during baseball mm-hmm. season, but in the off-season, what do you do on your spare time? What's What makes you go? I love golf. Um, I golf a lot. Really? Yeah. And just do random things. I don't know. I live in... Uh, me and my brothers live in Scottsdale now together. Nick doesn't live with us. He's still in college, but hopefully if he What gets... made you choose Scottsdale? Um, It's a good place to... Well, Sean and Nick both go into ASU... ASU is a really good place to train. They got everything there. Yeah. So I work out there. Um, it's fun. And there's golf. Yeah. <laughs> there is a lot of golf. Yeah. And it, the winters are beautiful. The winters. And I had to get out of California. And the taxes are too much. <laughs> the truth comes out. Yeah. The taxes are crazy there. Crazy. Ridiculous. I mean, if you're, your home address is there, I mean, the tax. That's the first thing I did when I got drafted. I mean, it's. <laughs> You hate to talk about it, you know. Everyone has to pay taxes, but it—it's a real thing. Uh, it's and I like half your paycheck there. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So that's also Smart probably move. the main reason I went to. There's state Scottsdale. taxes in Arizona. Uh, I think there's like a bracket, and it and it goes up to like four, three really? and a half or four percent. Because I know Texas and Florida people flock there. Yeah, you make well, a lot of money, man. You, yeah, no state taxes, which is a game changer. Yeah, I mean so. that. Yeah, the no state. Scottsdale's close enough. It's like a five-hour drive home. Yeah. It's like the weather there's really, really nice in the off-season. Yeah. And we found a, uh Airbnb that we just rented for, for spring the whole off-season. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because the drive from Scottsdale to Goodyear. No, that's too far. Not a quick one. Yeah. Not not a quick one. We lived in... Daily. We moved to this uh, apartment complex in downtown Phoenix that was like fully furnished. Excuse me. And they would do like month-to-month... Yeah. So oh, nice. we did it for like two months in downtown. It was like 20 minutes and yeah. it was nice. Who do you hang with on the team? Who, um, who you hang with? Ellie just got here. Uh, Hopkins. I mean, Hopkins just got here too. Yeah. Um, John's been cool, but TJ's my boy. TJ Hopkins, yeah. your boy? Yeah. What What made you guys click? He's funny. Is he funny? Yeah. He likes to talk crap. He's not, yeah. I haven't seen that side yet. Obviously, he just got here. He's so. laying low. I'm laying low, too, right now. I know you yeah. are. Like I said it on the air. I was, like, pulling teeth trying to get answers yeah, out of you I'll, in a post-game interview. I'm like, he's a I'm man. always like that. He's a man of few words, but, but many hits. <laughs> I, I don't know why I've just always been like that. I'm an undersharer than over. 
Well, on these post-game interviews, mm-hmm. even if you have to fake it, I could give you something good. I mean, like, it goes through my head. I, it goes through. Well, lay it out there. Come on, man. <laughs> Help a brother out here. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I don't know. Or I guess interview. I get shy if you want to call it that. Well, I, like, I do, too, actually. People think really? I'm, yeah, people think I'm just this outgoing person all the time. I'm actually kind of socially awkward sometimes around people I don't know. Yeah. And it comes off sometimes as, uh, wow, he's not a very nice guy. Yeah. No, I'm just really shy. Yeah. Uh, which amazes people because I have such a big mouth. But um, <laughs> Wow, okay. Well, yeah, just even if you have to fake it for me. Yeah. Just give me a few more words. I'll give you some. I'll give Sentence you some. Sentence or two? Yeah. We'll send you to soundbite school. How about that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, I appreciate the visit, man. Uh, I think the future's bright. I, I, I hope this is not the first visit to this podcast, and I hope we're talking about winning in the future because I can tell that's really all you care about. Me too. Yep. Yeah. All right. That is Matt McLean, everyone. And uh, if you're a Cincinnati Reds fan right now with what's coming up through the pipeline, including this guy, how can you not be excited? We thank Matt McLean. Matt McBang. <laughs> Matt McPlayer of the Week. <laughs> Matt, what else we got? What else can we throw in there? Uh, I don't know. You, you have a nickname that you would like to stick with? Uh, no. How about Matt McWinner? <laughs> Matt McWinner has been my guest, everyone. <laughs> and we will see you next time on the Gym Day Podcast. Mick, bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>